Before we begin, just to let you guys know, our logo artwork was designed by Nicole Anarchy and music by Taylor Paisley French. Warning, this podcast does contain spoilers for the Verse series. Hello everyone and welcome to The Best Damn Camp, a Rodenverse read-along and analysis podcast that sets out to read all the books by Rick Rodin in timeline order. I am your author, host, podcaster, YouTuber, all that fun stuff that doesn't make me any money, so if you want to support me, check me out on Patreon at patreon.com slash a healthy desert friend to get early access to this podcast and all the others that I do, as well as YouTube, book stuff, all that fun stuff. So if you want it, go and support your host, Fran, because that is me. So welcome to the show. Buy my book, Home to the Wild. <laughs> oh, this introduction is getting longer and longer, isn't it? Oh, well, you've come to this podcast so you know what to expect (laughs) and uh that's basically uh complaining self-promotion um talking about being gay and you know just a variety of things so if you're into that and you've stuck with me uh you're probably you know cool uh let's be friends Oh god, so today we are continuing our timeline journey, of course, with the Mark of Athena section entitled Atlanta, which is from pages 175 to 203. Uh, So if you want to read along, you can do so with those pages. As always, I've got my points to focus on, so today we've got relationships, plot, and generally what I thought of it. But let's dive in. And of course, all this section is from Percy's overview, uh, from Percy's overview, it's from Percy's point of view, so uh, basically you don't have to discuss anyone else, because <laughs> it's all from Percy's point of view, so here is the overview for Percy's chapters. On a hillside that was famous in the Civil War, our trio head to the library to get directions for saltwater. Frank being the angel he literally is, but friends a sweet old lady who helps them get to an aquarium that should have salt water if it's done correctly. When they arrive, they meet a woman called Kate who calls them VIPs because of their demigod money. Suspicious? Yes, but they follow anyway. <laughs> she takes through what she she takes them through what she labels the boring stuff to a hidden aquarium filled with monsters, nerds, and all kinds of sedated mythical creatures. And obviously they're not technically mythical creatures anymore because they're alive and well, but it's the best way to describe it because I couldn't think, like, it's just monsters, nerds, and water creatures. But they're specifically Greek. Well, not even Greek. They're just, they're mythological beasts um, being treated as badly as uh, any creature in an aquarium especially the big ones. Ah, oh, sad times. Um, I'm not going to talk about it because I think I talked about it on, um, I don't know if it'll be out yet. No, it won't be out yet. It's not out for a while. But I was on Of the Eldest, of the eldest Gods um, probably at some point in the coming weeks. Um, 
and talked about you know the bad stuff that happens to the uh, aquatic animals kept in aquariums specifically things like killer whales that you know that's just that's just not it's sad that's just not <laughs> um and well percy hates it all because they're in terrible conditions there's monsters like the, the telkis which you know are not great but seeing them sedated and not doing well is sad uh, Frank hates being there because of the stories that Kate keeps telling which are just about like monsters who like tear your insides and mm, not fun stuff but uh, Hedge is loving it because violence <sighs> of course he is it is here that we then meet Porky okay it's not his actual name um, he, and he talks about it, like it's mentioned in the book that that's not his actual name and he hates that he's being called Porky but I can't say his actual god name I, I think it's meant like Forkies I think it's Forkies like Forkies Follies or something but I don't actually know like you all should know by now I am dyslexic like very badly so so I can I don't know so I'm gonna call him Porky <laughs> Um, so it's here we meet Porky and things just feel more and more like a trap when Hedge walks off with Kate, also known as Keto, who is the, you know, the mother of monsters, uh, just because he wants to look at more other monsters. Oh God, he's meant to be their protector, isn't he? Porky knows who they are, their history and their plans because Gaia told him everything. He tells him the twin giants' plans, how the map for the Mark of Athena is in Charleston, and how they won't survive on the way to Rome. All of this is said before he literally traps them. Because <laughs> VIPs isn't Vanny... What does VIP stand for? What does VIP stand for? Hold on. Oh, very important person. That was it. Sorry, it took me a while then. It doesn't stand for very important person here. It stands for very important prisoner. Ah. <laughs> uh... Caught in a demigod-sized aquarium bowl, Percy and Frank have no way out. And Frank currently is also a koi fish, which I thought was pretty cool, but also now I'm just thinking about it. It's, it's also somewhat questionable, because the Chinese-Canadian character is a koi fish, which is very often tied to East Asian visual... Hmm... Considering we also have like a reference in this chapter to do with like the Chinese handcuffs, which actually, hold on, why are they called Chinese handcuffs? Why are Chinese hand? Why are they called Chinese handcuffs? There we go. Chinese finger trap. That was it. Not oh, handcuffs. Although sometimes they're called Chinese handcuffs. Um. So the finger trap is a simple puzzle that traps things. Uh. It's a cylinder woven from bamboo. Uh, why is it? But that doesn't explain why it's called. It's um okay. So come on, blah 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 blah. That doesn't actually tell me <laughs> why. Why are they called specifically a Chinese finger trap? Because they also like it mentions for all of them. Uh. Okay, so the history of them. Uh, is that they originally came were created in Germany and called oh I can't say that but basically what's translated to be the girl catcher weird um, uh, there's also a version of the finger trap that's used for orthopedic medicine for sorting yeah but it, 
you're not telling me why they're called Chinese finger traps because it doesn't seem to actually have any involvement. <laughs> like, I feel like they've probably called it that because they're made of bamboo, which makes no well, it's also questionable. But okay, I don't trust Cora, but I'm gonna. Um, the trap is blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, <laughs> no one's actually answering the question. Okay, so no one actually seems to know why. Um, so someone is saying that they, that, oh, no, because that's also not right, because it seems like it was in a German invention. Oh, okay, history question, that'll be useful oh but no one answered it <laughs> god damn it there doesn't seem to be any reason why it's called the chinese finger trap because frank sorry i've gone completely off topic from the overview but it just made me think about that then because there's like a, the reference to it which is really random and then they also make fun of they're going to make fun of frank in like the chapters after this Atlanta section, which I'll be talking about next week for the Charleston segment. But why include this Chinese finger trap thing to have Frank then, you know, make his whole like offended face about like, what about them as Chinese? And Percy's just like, oh, it's just their name. I'm like, what? It's a reasonable question <laughs> to ask from someone who is Chinese Canadian. Like, what the heck does, like, what about these makes them Chinese? Because I also currently can't find the answer. Because <laughs> um, they seem to be a German invention. But then we've got that, and then the koi fish thing. And it's, mm -hmm, there's a, as I'll have heard in last week's episode that I had with uh, Megan, there's a lot of a lot of questionable choices. And I know, like, I am, like, the widest white woman out here. So I'm probably, well, I'm definitely speaking of things that I don't know enough about, because obviously I can do the research, but... I, you know, can't actually give fully informed thoughts on this, but this is a lot of, there's a lot of choices being made here that just makes no sense. Um, yeah, so Frank is a koi fish, Percy's in his human form, uh, they're in this demigod aquarium bowl, so I'm getting back to the overview now. <laughs> uh, it's only with the help of a karate kick from Hedge, a rugby tackle shove from Frank, and the rage of water from Percy against you know, the enclosure, do they manage to escape? And now it's time to run for the hills. Get it, because they were on top of a hill. Oh, <sighs> um, So, short segment, um, and nothing happened. Um, I had this with, we'll get into it when I get to plot. But feedback first for this section. I have just some general questions. <laughs> One of which is, I want to know how Hedge manages to walk around okay with fake feet on. Because we had this whole thing, so like when we introduced to Grover, he does walk around a lot with, you know, um, crutches. Because as we find out later, it's quite difficult for him to walk with fake feet on because, you know, they're not his actual feet. It's like he's, it's just, yeah, it's difficult for him to walk around with them on. But at no point has Hedge ever actually struggled walking with fake feet on. So I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's really stood out to me. I'm just like, wow, hold on, that was a whole thing with Grover. But 
with Hedge, it's very different. Maybe because he's been doing it for so long. But also that seems to have not been the case because he was like a seeker for... No, he wasn't a seeker. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the hell he was doing. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just just really stood out to me. Um, but speaking of Grover, uh, the more time I do spend with Coach Hedge, the more I want Grover back. Because I just don't like Coach Hedge. Like, this guy is meant to be their protector. He's meant to be the chaperone. He's meant to be the one who's kind of keeping an eye and helping them out. And firstly, he's causing more problems than there should be. And thirdly, he's walking into multiple traps. And he's just... He's not helping. He's hindering more than anything. I just... It's like he's meant to be, like, he's definitely meant to be this comedic relief, which we have too many of those in general at this current point in time. And I'm just getting tired of it. Like, I know Grover had his comedic moments, but he was a little bit more serious and was actually helpful. I don't know, I just don't, Hedge is just, uh, I don't know, I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not a fan. Um, but characters I am a fan of, uh, Kato. I really like Kato. <laughs> like, the mother of monsters. And then she also includes, like, things like sharks and stuff. Um, which I did find interesting that sharks are considered monsters because, no, they're not. Um, like, you're more likely to be killed by a dog than you are a shark. You're more likely to be killed by a falling lamppost than you are a shark. You're more likely to be killed, well, attacked <laughs> by, uh, oh god. Well, that was another example. Basically, you're less likely to be killed by a shark or attacked by a shark than basically literally anything else. Like, it's, it's super rare to be hurt by a shark. Because sharks, you know, they don't spend time around people. It's usually people being dickheads and idiots <laughs> that then lead to them getting hurt from sharks. But, so, I'm just kind of like, sorry, I'm a big shark defender. <laughs> like, no, 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 don't... Don't lump sharks in with the monsters. No, no, no. Um, but I do want to say, we never found out if she was actually a bad person. Like, I want to believe that she wasn't because I just really like her. I like that she was nerdy. I like that she cared more about just learning things about monsters than seemingly going ahead with this plan. Obviously, she's not going about it the right way because she's keeping animals sedated in cages, basically. But she likes to learn. I like to learn. I like Kato. <laughs> um, and also, for the additional hilarity, um, Hedge, Coach Hedge had way more chemistry and bonding with Kato than he ever had with Melly, and I just find that really funny. Like, he's bonded with, like, one of the mother of sea monsters, basically, um, more than he did his current... I, I don't think she's his wife at this point, but, like... <laughs> he's bonded with Kato more than he's bonded with Melly. Like, literally, the Melly and Hedge situation is stupid, firstly. And secondly, um, it was literally just because one of them is a nymph and the other is a satyr. That's literally kind of the only reason why they're together. Whereas this, this is real chemistry. Um, I ship Hedge and Kato. Uh, new ship, um, Hato. Hato. My new ship is Hato. Or Kedge. Kedge. <laughs> Actually, yeah, let's go with Kedge. Team Kedge. Um, <laughs> I may not like Coach Hedge, but I would like him more if he was with Kato. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, 
just more nitpicky things because I'm that bitch. Um, Rick doesn't seem to know anything about fish. <laughs> so Frank has changed into a koi fish. And yet they say that he's turned into a goldfish. Which, no, he's not a goldfish. He is a koi fish, which is an entirely different species of fish. A goldfish are those shitty little things that you can get at... Well, I say sh- they're not shitty. But they're the things that you can get at, like, fairgrounds. I like my goldfish, by the way. Uh, he lived... Oh, she... I don't actually know. Well, it's just they. They lived for 12 years, which is, like, some of the oldest age that you could ever have for a, a goldfish. <laughs> um, he did real well. They did real well. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's a koi fish, not a goldfish. So, uh, that annoyed me a little bit, but that's more just me being nitpicky. But then, um, <laughs> continuing to be nitpicky, Frank waves a dorsal fin at Hedge, um, which, like, is fine, technically, but, um, a dorsal fin is what's on the top of their back. You can't really wave that easily. If you want him to actually wave, he should have waved his pectoral fin, which is the ones on the side, the ones that kind of move a little bit, that if you waved them, would actually look like you were waving. Yes, I'm being a dickhead, but that's my thing. Pectoral fin over dorsal fin. <laughs> dorsal fin is like the stuff on the top. Um, Sorry, that was just me being a dick. Um... <sighs> Only additional thing, I do kind of get half wonder why Percy didn't do, you know, using the force of the water beforehand. Technically, he tries to, and it's like, oh, it's not working to me. And then when he gets Frank, which also I don't get why he didn't pull Frank in first to kind of help break stuff. Um, but he also then, well, basically, when Frank, Hedge, and Percy get together and help to break the stuff, he then basically says, I'm not taking no for an answer from the water. And him saying, I'm not taking over an answer, worked. I'm just kind of like, well, you felt it fighting against you before. Just fight back against it? I don't know, it was just really random. They're just suddenly having two other people who technically aren't doing anything to help because it was basically all Percy that broke the glass. I don't know, it was just random. (laughs) Um, But I just have a lot of... Just cut this chapter. Just not this chapter, just cut this section. They don't need to go to Atlanta. I'll talk about that a little bit more when I get to the part. I'm going to talk about the relationships first, which I basically just want to talk about Frank and Percy. Um, just because I'm really... I'm just really sad. Now, considering that they were friends in the previous book, their relationship has dwindled so much. Like, I don't know, there's just... They just don't seem like friends. They just seem really awkward around each other a little bit. Like, I don't know, I just, I kind of thought, considering that literally the reason why Percy asks Frank to join him on the quest is because he's seen, like, Frank is basically being bullied by Leo. And Percy's just like, oh, let's, I'm just going to get him out of here and, you know, help him out. You'd think he would have had, like, a moment for them to bond together of just, like, him talking to Frank about what's going on. Like, Leo's getting on his nerves, Leo's being a dick, this whole situation with Leo and Hazel, how's he feeling about that? But they don't actually talk about anything. They don't actually talk at all. Like, it just... 
don't set up hold on let me just read through it quickly just to actually kind of specify exactly what it was that happened um da, da, da. okay um okay let's just um what was it okay Frank settled back into his chair and easily Percy felt bad for him on the trip to Alaska. He'd watched Frank and Hazel grow close. He knew how protective Frank felt towards her. He also noticed the baffled look Frank was giving Leo. He decided it might be a good idea to get Frank off the ship. So he know that was it. So he thought it'd be a good idea. There's literally the previous couple of pages to this whole section. Well, it's the previous two pages. Like it's two pages before any of this happens. It just feels like there should have been a moment for them to talk about this like I don't know it's just it would have been nice for them to have a moment to talk which is what I thought was going to happen in this because of how it was set up but it just doesn't happen I mean this it was just strange because then there's also this whole bit of like Percy kind of being like forgetting about Frank briefly <laughs> which like fair enough because like Percy now has this bit of a fear of water but he forgets until they're fully submerged underwater basically or nearly fully submerged um that frank can't breathe underwater and it's like <laughs> probably dead obviously we know he isn't but like he could have probably been dead because it took percy so long to you know kind of not think about him like he knows he can still breathe underwater because i yeah but it takes him a while um <laughs> thankfully like he turns into this aquatic animal he turns into a koi fish but then even though percy felt guilty and terrible that he'd forgotten that frank couldn't breathe underwater and was probably dead and then obviously he finds out he isn't but even after that whole guilt he had for a moment forgetting about frank he then immediately gets pissed off with frank basically and really short and snappy because Frank can't change from a koi fish into something, as Percy says, useful. Because he's scared. Like he freaked, like he nearly, he could have drowned. If he'd not been able to turn into something, he could have drowned and died. But Percy, even though he was just literally a few seconds beforehand, guilty about forgetting about Frank, still kind of has the gall to be annoyed at him? Like, bro. <laughs> This, Frank literally learned how to use his powers maybe less than a week ago. I, I just <laughs> leave him alone? <laughs> like, why are you being mean? I just, hold on, I'm going to find that section so you guys can see what I mean. So you know I'm not like being fully petty or anything. Because, like, I remember reading it, I was just like, ugh. It just, it, it got to me. It got to me. That's all I'm saying. I'm struggling to find this section. Um, <laughs> da, da, da. Oh, God. Sorry, you're going to hear me. Sh uh, okay, so. Dude. Um, sorry, that may be my fridge. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Dude, Percy sent through his thoughts. A goldfish? Again, not a goldfish, a koi fish. Uh, voice came... Back to, Frank's voice came back to him. I freaked. We were talking about goldfish, so it was on my mind. Sue me. Percy says, I'm having a telepathic conversation with a giant koi. At least you got the species right. Percy said, great. Can you turn into something more useful? Silence. Um, maybe Frank was concentrating. Blah, 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 blah. 
Sorry, Frank sounded embarrassed. I'm stuck. That happens sometimes when I panic. Fine, Percy gritted his teeth. Let's figure out how to escape. Um, and it's just like... It was just really unnecessary. Like... <sighs> Firstly, give him a moment. Secondly, <laughs> there's no need to like grit your teeth about it. He learned to use his powers less than a week ago. He nearly died. Give him a break. They then also then don't work with each other to help find an escape route. Like they kind of do it solitary, which surprised me because I'm like, surely you try to work together to figure out a way out. Especially considering that she at the end of the chapter is them with Hedge working together to break out and it works. I mean, I don't know, it was just it's my same issues in general with this whole series it's just the lack of relationships it's the lack of people working together the lack of cohesion which in the case of Percy and Frank makes no sense because they found cohesion in the last book and they've just lost it basically um it's just it's disappointing but to go into the plot section this whole (laughs) this whole section is just so pointless the only thing we learn in this section that is of significance was about Charleston, which is that in Charleston, the map or something for the Mark of Athena is there. Like, <laughs> that's the only thing we learn. And technically, we could have learned it another way. Because, pers- like, Jason knows a lot of stuff to do with this whole Mark of Athena thing and is holding that information to himself. He could have had this information. Have that in instead of tracking out the story. Like, or have Bacchus tell them. Because them going to Porky to get information about how to defeat the twins, they didn't get any of that. Now, all we've learned is the twins are doing the performance with Nico. We know this. Guy wants to kill them all except one boy and one girl. We know this, although we don't know the reason why still. Um, how all but one boy and one girl will die before they make it to Rome or their intent or that's what's intended how Gaia has thought of everything is covering all of her bases to make it all an impossible mission for them to exceed that all of this we know we've learned nothing new or significant or important except for the Charleston thing which we could have learned somewhere else I I just too many things are happening that I'm just kind of like what is the point of this information like we're not actually learning anything significant we've now just found out that the whole Kansas section is completely pointless because Bacchus said hey go find Porky's he'll tell you what you need to know to defeat the twins um he didn't do that because he tried to detain them and keep them captive so that part of the section is insignificant the Charleston thing we could have learned somewhere else or just being that Jason had that information the whole time. I don't know. It's just... They're just... It's just dragging. It's dragging so much. And I just don't get the reason at all why we even had to come to Atlanta. Like, there is no significant thing here that happens... Like, the only thing, and I can, I know I'm repeating myself now, the Charleston thing is the only significant thing that we learn here. And then the only other thing that happens because of Atlanta is 
Frank is bullied again by Leo and basically everyone else because he can't figure out how the Chinese finger trap works and also is still annoyed about the fact that it's called a Chinese finger trap which I am now too because I don't understand why it's called a Chinese finger trap Ugh, this <laughs> I am annoyed Ugh. <laughs> oh. At least I know when we get when we get to Rome, I'll be a little bit more interested in what's happening. It's just all the stuff leading up to it. It's just why. <laughs> uh, so I want to know: Do you have the same why feeling that I do for this week's question of the episode? Which is: Do you think the Atlanta plot was unnecessary? Um, because I hate it. <laughs> I don't like it. Why is it here? Why is it here? So comment that on the social media that will be going up this week on uh, social, on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. I want to know your thoughts on this. Um, oh, to let you all know, if you haven't already, go check out my YouTube channel. Because I am doing a rewriting Heroes of Olympus mini video series on the channel. Um, the first, uh, first episode of 10, because I'm doing two parts for every book is out already which is the lost hero part one so uh check that out as to how i would rewrite this series um and yeah uh, i'll be getting to mark athena eventually as well so you'll be able to hear my thoughts on that eventually too if you want to i feel many people won't because i um am a walking hot take red flag so um yeah check it out if you want to that's that a healthy dose of rant on youtube but anyway, thank you all for joining me for this week's section. Be sure to join me next Wednesday as we continue our Ronverse journey. To plug where you can find our podcast, we are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audio Boom, Stitcher, and basically wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the meantime, between episodes, you can find the Best Damn Camp on various social media at Best Damn Camp Pod on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me with your thoughts on the episode, you can email the Best Damn Camp at hotmail.com. Or, if you want to support the podcast, you can head over to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash a healthy dose of Fran, which is linked in the episode show notes for things like early access to episodes and other exclusive perks. Want more Rowanverse content? Check me out on YouTube at a healthy dose of Fran. And if you want to support my writing career, drop me a follow at a dose of Fran on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. Again, thank you all for tuning in. As always, I've been Fran, your very own hunter, and I'll see, shall I speak to you all? next time. Bye!